0: Welcome back to Dear Mindy Kaling. Um, This is a little prologue moment for this week's episode because it was slightly more freeform and went on a little longer than we had anticipated. And I think it's going to be too long to listen to in one go. So I'm going to be releasing it in two parts. And this is the first of those two parts. Um, On a more personal update note i guess this morning i was awoken terrified by text from my mom because she sent me a screenshot of someone catfishing as mindy killing's assistant like not just like a random person like an account with a decent amount of followers but like the same and the same name and like a picture of her assistant but not her assistant's account um being like hi you've mindy wants to talk to you but like to my mom and i had to go back to sleep for a while to recover from that but now i'm awake and editing the episode so see you soon uh that doesn't bye Welcome back to the podcast about, um, the, what is it, the triumphs and defeats the epic highs and lows of Mindy Kidding and her good Today, we have with us, not Gian, not Bias but This is Danica.
1: Sound like anyone more enthused. This is Danica. Danica, who are you? I'm Danica. I'm, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm friends with Sonia. We met at acting school. Yeah. Um, so... But we weren't really, like, friends in the beginning. But I think that that enriches our friendship. Agree. Yeah. I feel like it was almost, like, in a lot of ways, out of necessity, but it blossomed into, like, something very voluntary. Elaborate on out of necessity. (laughs) No, it's like, you you know when you're just in a big group of people and you, like, need someone to, like, be like, you get this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, like, we were the people who got each other in the group.
0: That's actually so Mindy quoted of us because, (laughs) um, if you don't know, Mindy thing was uh, right around the office. In which they look into the camera and I feel like we were like, There's no camera to look into weird things are happening and like Yeah, the- we'll
1: be each other's camera. Exactly. Very yeah. much that. Yeah. So that's what I mean by out of necessity. But it was one of those things where it's like you need someone, but then even after that group setting, we still stuck together. So. Because
0: then we both were having like gysies at the same time. Yeah. And then we were like wanna have coffee. Yes. And then we started like hanging out to like be like to talk about those crises because we couldn't have therapy every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it was good. How do you feel, um, Because I feel like the last year has been long, but -hmm. also very formative for both of us.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, How do you feel you are now, like, as opposed to, like, the first bean?
1: As opposed to the first bean... And by that we mean, like, the bean bean being our um, go-to meeting spot, and now we just call our meetings beans. Yeah. Although,
0: I've been thinking, Mm -hmm. boycott bean... Why? Just because the Wi-Fi thing... I, like, <laughs> okay. I, I've been willing to do it for, like, a year. I would go buy, like, four things just so I could get a new hour of Wi-Fi. But no one else does that. And I was like, maybe I should just, like,
1: go elsewhere and use their Wi-Fi. No? I don't no. think so. <laughs> I just... I really don't... Like, just no. Like, okay, because for our purposes... For our we job, this is fine. You know what I mean? I'm like, just, yeah. go, just go to Alumni if you need Wi-Fi. If I need to work, I
0: can go somewhere else. Yeah. But,
1: like, for our... For us, obviously, the like Beaning we don't to do. We have to. Yeah. You yeah. can boycott Bean on your free time.
0: Yeah, yeah. We don't have to boycott Bean. No. But I... And I think that'll add to the exclusivity of it. Because the Bean is also a very NYU-centric location. Because we go to the Astor Place Bean do. Yeah. And we name... First name, last name... Roommate, <laughs> mother, three credentials... <laughs> For yeah. no reason. Yeah. And so, like, someone... Like, as we're also, like, talking the loudest of anyone that at any given moment. Yeah. It's, um, it's risky. Yeah. But, n- like, necessary. Mm.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, but compared to my first bean, hmm. I feel a lot more secure. I definitely was in a place where, like, I was conflating a lot of personal, um, like issues with like school issues and like you know what I mean like I think all of that not to interrupt you but I would use the exact
0: same words to talk about my same but like very different situation mm like earlier in the week I was like I don't know I just feel like more secure like secure is exactly it if not like secure and maybe lighter yeah and yeah a lot of like conflating personal issues with school issues
1: yeah I was like I did I did not have the words to describe like why I was stuck feeling yeah and now I feel like I have the words to describe it and I have like I, if you asked me to draw a diagram of like what was stressing me out before I couldn't do it but now I feel like I can piece the
0: hmm. the
1: the diagram together the flowchart. yeah you know? I think
0: similarly for me I was like in the conflating I was like I don't I definitely also felt stuck and I was like I, I just want like a break like I want a second because I didn't know that I wanted to be anywhere else so like doing something else specifically and that was why i didn't want to be like doing what i was doing or what i mm. was but i was just like i want a second to like figure things out i want to pause yeah and the summer had just ended and i'd just been so obsessed with like momentum that yeah. i would forgotten to pause. and i was like this is like a great like plan and like list of goals that i have but i don't think i actually want them i think they're just like like good goals yeah and things like that yeah that makes sense yeah
1: um so danica what was your introduction to mindy my introduction to Mindy was definitely The Office. Yeah? Because I started watching The Office, I guess, right before college. So that would be when I was, like, 16. So that'll be back in 2016.
0: I think I started on the same time, strangely enough.
1: Yeah. It was, like, I don't know what made me do it. I think I was kind of just getting into, like, film, TV stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of, like, right before. Because at that point, I think I wanted to go to college for, like, history. Yeah. Um, And so then I started kind of getting more into, like, film-TV analysis. And at the same time, I think I was watching The Office, and I was like, I find the structure of this so fascinating. Um, And so that's kind of what led me to the film and TV area as, like, an interest. But that was definitely my introduction to Mindy. Hmm. And then, yeah. Yeah, that for sure was it. I'm just... What you said just made me think. Because I think... A little bit before
0: that, but, like, around the same time, although we're, like, two years, like, ahead and behind in school, Mm -hmm. um, I I was just, like, what if the YouTube algorithm literally decided what my profession was going to be? Because I would always get, like, film analysis, essay videos, and, like... That's literally what happened to me. That's the only way that I got into it, right? Like, that's the first way that I got into it, and I was, like, is this because of the YouTube algorithm? Like, are we both sitting right now and trying to be each other because of the YouTube algorithm? No, it honestly
1: is, because I... Okay, I feel like everyone, like, watches one Carson Runquist video. Yeah. You know? And, like, yeah. that was, like, my gateway. And, but then
0: I is started it finding... think even she, Carson Runquist, like, the date, even. Do you know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. Or, like, what is yeah. that one about... Where it's, like, um, about misogyny?
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, pop Culture Detective? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. lot of those. Definitely those. And then, um, who was it? They don't... They're defunct now. Their cha- Their channel is defunct. But who are they? Oh, my God. I, t- I remember talking about them freshman year with people, and I was like, You watch them too? And they were like, Yeah, that's what I love film. Like, yeah. It was, who was it? There was one, was it? No, but this isn't too now, but there was like 24
0: Frames with Nick and a few other ones yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, it was, I'm sure yeah. I don't know who you're talking about, but the fact that they're not coming to mind.
1: It makes me sad. Yeah. But they were really good, and they posted like really great analysis videos. I think they had one video about the color grading in Marvel. I think they were mm. that channel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and now they don't post anymore, and they stopped posting when I went to college, and it made me really sad. Because they had really, really good video essays, and we watched one, literally, in school. Yeah. But
0: And I feel like the, like, side dish to that was, like, all the commentary videos. And, like, it's the same um, itch being scratched when yeah. you watch those, except sure. it's also, like, the part of me that, like,
1: enjoys TikTok yeah. and wants to
0: watch TikTok instead of a movie
1: sometimes. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I know. So, th- that was definitely my gateway for those Wait, videos.
0: Wait, did you see what I sent you this morning? Is Noel? Like, married? Why was she wearing a white dress? I did
1: not see her.
0: They posted, like, a story, not even a post, where it was, like, Noel and Alina, and she was wearing a white dress, and I was like, is this a marriage image? Because it was a really casual white dress, but I was like, this feels really, like, charged with marriage vibes. I have no idea. I did not see that. Is it, it, just, it on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. I DM'd it to you. Can I look real quick? Yeah, of
1: course. Just to give a review. Yeah. Or a response. Oh, I see. Wait. Oh, I see. Oh! Oh! No, we look, just, look, literally. No, like, that's
0: what I'm saying. It was mad to the vibes, but that can't be the jet. Ge- no, no, no. I think it. I think
1: it's probably like a a, a bridal rehearsal thing. Okay, like you know, I'm fine mean, with that. Like one of those things, like even yeah. not the rehearsal dinner, but like I don't know. I feel like the bridal party does so much stuff together, where it's like, guys, now this is our like pre dinner.
0: Ceremony, yeah, session, yeah, you know, it's yeah. Like, one like of those. Before we leave for the destination, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it's one of those. You went to a wedding recently. I did. Any, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about weddings that have um, strung from that? This is okay.
1: So when I was... we haven't uh, spoken in two weeks, which is you're long. right. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cause like, I went to the wedding. It was in Colorado. Um, it was really fun. It was with a ton. Of, it was like my first friend wedding so like yeah. first like not which you
0: know is like my dream yeah like oh, I yeah. just need to go to friend weddings and I realize that I've like actually axi- I'm not like alienated as much as like I have a lot of acquaintances and I love my acquaintances but they are my acquaintances and I-, I can't like text every day and be like hey what's up yeah with them, because like it's more like I'll see you in person and I'll be like oh my god it's so nice to see you yes and like I think of you and stuff but we're not like close friends or anything no totally so there's so many weddings I think I should be invited to but probably will not be
1: which sucks yeah Foster your relationships now, so that you can go to more weddings. Yeah. Um, but the thing, I mean, okay, basically the wedding was great. Um, pretty much nothing that I'm saying now is reflection of that, like that wedding in particular. But it did get my brain churning on weddings naturally because I was like, there are just so many little things you have to do if you're like even part of the bridal party and like. An American wedding, yeah. Um, and I don't get it, and I Ooh, don't. That's such
0: a good point because actually, our like context of weddings is so different. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, exactly. That's why I was like, this is very like specific to American weddings. But like the idea of the bridal party having to go spend so much money on so much stuff mm-hmm. and like travel all the time just to like hang out with you before your wedding. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's not that like obviously if your friends have the means to do that, that's fine. But I think I'd be really stressed out if I even had to go to like, two weddings in a year as part of the bridal party. Mm-hmm. That would just be a lot. It's like, you have to buy... Half the time you buy your own dress. Then you have to pay for your plane tickets to go various places. You have to take work off to do the bridal um, retreat weekend You're making thing.
0: such excellent points right now and it's making me think another amendment I would make to 27 dresses. And like I said before, <laughs> there would be a few. I would make it way more about the dresses. Mm-hmm. Way less about the whole sister thing. Mm-hmm. But also, I would try and, like bring <laughs> attention to like the financial ramifications of being so many like in so yeah. many private parties and well, you know which movie obviously does that much better is bridesmaids because mm-hmm. like she's like I don't know if we can get this dress yeah again. yeah it's a lot yeah. it's like
1: a huge commitment and also it comes with so many social pressures of being like well I don't want to let her down because it's obviously her big day and like if you have any pre-existing beef in your friendships like it's so <laughs> precarious yeah. I don't know just imagine being like hey, girl, like, I have to take off. Like, I, I can't take off this weekend. I do have to be at work. Like, I'm so sorry. I can't come to your thing. And, like, that could ignite something so easily. Yeah. And someone's, like, has all the pressures of, like, organizing this huge event. Yeah, it's like, you don't want me to be happy. You no, like, generally. generally. It stresses me out so much. And so I'm just, like, I feel like this is, like, it's a good thing that I feel like I have a handful of, like, very close friends. And then, like, the rest of my friends are, like, more... You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm like, I would be so stressed out if I got invited to, like, all these bridal parties. Yeah. I think each of our
0: social setups are more conducive to it being, like, a bride than a bridesmaid or a guest. However, I cannot visualize myself having a wedding. I think I would hate it. (laughs) I've been thinking that all Summer. And let me tell you what sparked this was, I did one scene from The Seagull, and then I was like can I get married and I don't really know how to explain how I got from there to there but I was like I've never like been able to visualize my wedding yeah I don't know where it would be I don't also don't know who I would marry but like I just can't imagine it and I think like spending money on that would stress me out yeah and among other things and then I was like I don't know maybe I am not supposed to have a
1: wedding (laughs) just not a wedding yeah like maybe you'll get married but just not the wedding part for sure
0: I have no idea. I, I don't know that yeah. I will get married either. I don't know. That's fair. Yeah.
1: I mean, like, I don't know. As someone who's in like a long-term relationship, it's like, it's very different to think about because you're like, okay, so a lot of the variables are like kind of answered. Yeah. If this like hypothetical were to come true, um, and so, like, that's something I've been thinking about too. Is like, I'm like, okay, so with like this specific person, then like, what would our wedding look like? I'm like, okay, well, he's a really big family, so he'll probably be on the bigger side, and like. Everyone lives on the East Coast, so probably on the East Coast. So it's, like, less variables. Yeah. And it feels more real. And it feels, like, more fun and exciting. But I think what I was realizing is, like, obviously, I'm not in the place right now to, like, get married. Yeah. But I was, like, you know not would be fun? Like, planning a really big event and inviting all my friends to it. I think that's kind of what I was craving. Yeah, It's, yeah. like, something with, like, really nice flowers and a really nice setup. And, like, hanging out with all my friends who I haven't seen in forever. I just you know? I don't think I would be able to succeed in the friend mixing.
0: I think I would hate it. <laughs> I wouldn't want anyone there to have more fun than me. And every like most people would definitely have more fun than me just because of the way that I would like be able to participate in the event. Yeah. And also like if I was thinking Indian wedding, there's like a sangeet, which means like dance practices and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I would just be like nauseous the whole time and I'd be like, Do I want any of this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's like a lot of a lot of pressure. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, like, I think I pitched to Mike a really long time ago. I was like, I was like, okay, whenever we get married, we should have a just like a backyard wedding and then like just get it catered with really nice meals and rent out a huge house, like a family reunion house with like four, 40 beds mm-hmm. and like just have our friends and family stay in the house and then we can get married in the backyard and we can just eat really good food and like go to the beach and like that's it. Because I was like, I don't, it's so stressful. It's just like, I don't know. Something about all the organizing just for like one night stresses me out and it almost feels like, too many variables. It could be, like, anticlimactic.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know what we should do? Because if this stands as an in- introduction, it's been too long, and we really haven't introduced anything. Okay. Today, we're going to talk about various things, as you may have gathered, because this is the least scripted and, like, outlined and dra- drama-dorged or drama-dorged? Uh, I don't know. You know what? <laughs> you decide. I gave both options. At least researched. Episode yet. And, um... I don't know. I'm fine with that. I think it's fine. Agree. If you have a problem with that,
1: I don't know. We're very good at talking and uh, continuing to talk and not being done. And
0: if you want more of this, come to the Bean on Astro Place every few weeks. I'm sure really? that this
1: were, like this and Adjacent material will... Um, There's a very high released. likelihood that you will yeah. be there at the same time as at least Sonia.
0: No, because I'm going to do a personal boycott, remember? Oh, okay, right. But, um, I don't think that's going to stop you,
1: though. Let's be real.
0: I think it'll reduce frequency. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do our love notes when we come back from the intermish, because this took kind of long. Hi! Danica's drinking water, but now she's done. Okay, Danica, who's your love note to this week? Do you know what this segment is? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's in the name. True. But I'm gonna explain, in case our listener has happened upon this podcast as though it's like a limited edition version yeah. of some book that they were trying to gift to their mother that they've been, like, looking for forever and mm-hmm. her birthday's coming up and they're having a fight in the middle of the woods. Yes. And not, like, a podcast where all the other episodes are right there and you could have just listened to them in order, like, a normal person. Yeah. Love Notes is, because this podcast serves as, like, an extended love letter to Mindy Kaling. we will be sprinkling Love Notes throughout with, like, other people we look up to and admire and stuff. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well... My love note is to um, Sarah Marshall from the You're Wrong About Podcast. Um, she recently uploaded... She Okay, so basically this podcast is... Do you know this podcast? No. Oh, my God. You would like it, I think. I think you really would. <laughs> That's so funny. I was just about to ask you if you've been listening to anything. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Um, I, listen, I mean, the thing is, I listen to podcasts more than I consume any other form of media. I think I listen to probably 15 hours of podcasts every week. At okay. least. Yeah. Probably more. Um, because I only listen to, like, super, super long podcasts that are, like, three hours each episode. Anyway. Um, my love letter is to Sarah Marshall and Michael Hobbs of the You're Wrong About podcast and Maintenance Phase podcast, respectively. Um, because, basically, You're Wrong About started, like a little bit before COVID, maybe during COVID. Wait, I feel like you've mentioned this. American I totally thing. have because yeah. I'm like obsessed with it. But basically they debunk kind of misconceptions, specifically like American misconceptions about like things that happened in like the 80s, 90s. Sometimes it's earlier, sometimes it's later. Um, but they debunk things like, like Monica Lewinsky rumors and stuff like that. They like, Basically, um, it's like the
0: opposite of fluently forward, where she's like, "Let me find every conspiracy theory I can find," and then she says them. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's like they literally will find things. that where it's like, "How do you remember this event happening?" And they'll be like, "I think it was something like this and this," and then they'll be like, "Actually, that's wrong." And women are always maligned. Basically, is the thesis. Um, and it's that's really a really good. To have. It's really yeah. good. It's so good. It's like so much of it is like just about fear and like people being scared, and so they create narratives that like suit their. You know, cater to their fear. Whatever, it's so amazing. And Michael left the podcast maybe a year ago um, to go work on his other podcast, Maintenance Phase, which does very similar, um, has a very similar thesis, except it's about um, like diet and food culture. Um, And he reunited with Sarah recently, and they started collabing on the podcast again. Like he's a guest on her podcast, and she's a guest on his, Mm -hmm. and it's making me very happy. (laughs) Um, because it's, like, taking me back to that, like, pre-vaccine COVID, like, there's a little bit of hope because, like, you know what I mean? Like, the first nurse got her vaccine, and, like, that's when I started listening to it. Yeah. And so it kind of mentally reminds me of, like, hope and, like, that time of, like, things are going to open up again. Like, things are going to be fine. We're going to be good. Um, And so I want to thank them for reuniting because I love them, and their work is so important. They're amazing journalists. And that's it that's a very good love note thank you I'm gonna do one that's
0: also like a podcasting duo just for symmetry
1: okay
0: um I'm gonna do um Kat Cohen and Bat Regan of Seek Treatment which is a podcast that is structured a bit like today's episode where Mm -hmm. they're just like hi and they catch up with each other although it's about supposedly like dating lives and stuff I really okay so when I first moved in here I was like I need to not escape through hanging out with other people all the time and I made this apartment a really like positive space for me being alone like I told you and um but sometimes I just like need some sort of stimulation to like get out of bed and then like start moving and stuff and whatnot and so I was listening to their podcast a lot and it's so funny they're both comics but they're both like very different and I think the thing was that they kept trying to write something together and nothing was sticking and then they're like what if we just like made a podcast of like us talking yeah and they have a bunch of like i think they started 2018 or 19 but a bunch of like other comics and stuff on and they're all people who like are doing great but like weren't yet at the time and i was like listening back so like ayo debbie is on the first episode now she's on the bear mm-hmm. and she's great in it mm-hmm. rachel Sennett's on like two episodes and yang pre-snl mm-hmm. and then matt Rogers also and then like Las Galteristas I started listening to because I was missing this podcast and I finished most of it. Mm-hmm. And then I went and I saw Catherine going at Joe's Pub, which was fun. And I made friends with do like
1: 33-ish year old women. I feel like you keep making friends with women who are like you know. When could is this could potentially happen?
0: Be did it happen at that art show thing? You're so right it did <laughs> happen. <laughs> yeah, but I like having, being friends with women who are in their 30s because... I was like I, all my friends can't be people who are like just like transitioning out of high school that's fair. like even people who are my age and a little older some of them are just like they're like oh, guys remember and they'll talk about like a day in school that was like just a day in school yeah like they remember it too much they want to go back to too much i think the summer going back home was my second summer going back but a lot of other people's first because of covid right and so i went back and i was like living my life regularly but like at home and everyone else was like very much... They weren't, like, living as much as reliving living Right. Or, like, endeavoring to. Like, Wait,
1: guys, remember that time when we... We should do that. Yeah. 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 It was, like, they wanted to, everything to
0: be, like, the same as it was without, like, the homework,
1: I guess. Yeah. And I was, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, like, I'm a different person. I literally left and moved out and started my adult life. Yeah, and so did you, except, like, you were just waiting
0: to come back. Yeah. And I understand that it's difficult, and I think my first summer back was definitely different... From the summer, but I think that there's more room for thirty-ish year old women in my life now. That's fair. Um, and I think Kat Cohen and I should be friends because she she has PCOS, I have PCOS. Mm-hmm. She has migraine, I have migraine. And then Bad Regan, I think he's so funny. Um, he says on the podcast he's so so funny. He says, um, "There's one episode where they're both like calling each other as dad's gay or something in the beginning, like in the intro, mm-hmm. and then he's talking about how he has like six. He's one of six siblings, and mm-hmm. are always like." either they're like oh that's a lot or like they're like well i'm one of 11 yeah like, i'm not trying to say that's a lot or something i'm just saying how many siblings i have <laughs> and then they were talking about how when you have a lot of siblings people are like oh it's your parents don't use contraceptives and then he was like no no no, no. both my parents are in prep and i started laughing so much and like, it's, like they keep saying things like that that are just like dumb but so funny yeah he also writes for hacks which is a great show mm. um yeah that's my love note i'm happy with that good so the first long conversation I can remember us having was that time when Jordan took us to that place to have chicken. Yes, and then we were on the subway together. Yeah, because I had to go back to write like an essay for writing the essay, which is not that deep. I think I was just like, I'm done with my outing for the day. Yeah, and then, it was
1: really cold too, and we were on top of a really windy hill. And then
0: Jordan was going like, to skateboard in front of us like we were all her mom. <laughs> And so I was like, I think I'm going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> but we we were talking about you. were like, what's the essay about? Because I like writing the essay, but everyone else was like... Yeah, just. And I was same. Like, you just have to write an essay. Like, it's fine. Yeah, you write an like, essay about like a show or like a director
1: or like an yeah, audience, it's fine. I feel like if you didn't like writing the essay... Sorry. I feel like if you didn't like writing the essay, you weren't like realizing how much freedom you have to do whatever you want. Because I think you're still kind of in that high school mentality of like, oh, I have to write like... I do so much writing. It's like... You can write about literally whatever you want and, like, talk about why you think it's so important.
0: Yeah. I also feel like, because I noticed this recently, um, with, like, someone I know who's, like, started college, and she keeps posting, like, on her story, like, a close friend story, like, all the things she has to do. She's like, I have to do essays, and I have to do three discussion posts, and I have to do this, and I I was like, just do the thing. Like, why are you Mm -hmm. telling me? And, like, I feel like that's, I'm for sure at that, but, like, I Like, it would not occur to me to ever do that now if I had a lot to do. Like, even conversationally, I wouldn't bring it up. I'd be like, oh, I have to go at this time because I have to do this thing. Yeah. And I was like, maybe it's a bit of that, too. You know? Like, being like, oh, I have to write an essay for
1: writing the essay. Just being like, guys, I'm so busy. Yeah. I just have things. Like, things on things. I think it's, like, also such a, I don't know. I feel like the way that your, like, brain categorizes information in high school versus in college is so different. Because, like, in high school, you're like, I have homework. (laughs) this is my homework in these subjects you know what I mean but in college it feels so much like okay it's a little vaguer. like I have to do research and it's like I can do it but like I don't have to do it and it's like whatever you know what I mean Yeah. so I feel like sometimes coming out of out of high school you're just like guys these are the subjects I have homework in I have to do this homework for these subjects or else you know what I mean it's like Like,
0: please don't have me have to write discussion posts please don't have me have to write three to five sentences about like a 10 minute video you had to watch yeah it's just like don't type it on your story just type the discussion post and move yeah, on yeah. yeah we're here yeah but um one thing that we okay so we were talking about my essay which I remember had to do with what was prompt it was we had to like a review of like a certain artist's body of work and then be like there had to be like a question on issue-y thing and stuff right and actually this is so like contrary, and almost to the kind of like the way that I approach identity politics now and have thought about it as it relates to like Mindy and stuff um but i was writing my Greta govig and then i was watching her stuff but then um my roommate didn't know her and like i was watching some stuff in like the common area mm-hmm. and then she was like who's that and i was i was talking to her about in we boats, people of color so like that was usually like a point of connection for the two of us because like we weren't really that similar or like had that much in common. Yeah. and i was like i don't know it's kind of white and then i was like is it kind of white and then i was like yeah. Yeah. And then we were talking about it. And then you were like, yeah, it is. It's like heavily kind of white. And then I was like, but also it would be like weird if she was like, this is a story. Yeah. Better. So I don't know. But um, we were talking about how like one sentence that I remember from that conversation was like the goal was writing for TV or something like that. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're your... talking about our initial goals.
0: yeah, yeah. yeah because you because we were both talking about how we like both like just wanted to go to nyu and i was like you you used to be in the film program then you transferred to drama in your third year which is my first year yeah and i used to want to be in the film program that's why i wanted to apply to nyu and then like at the last second i was like actually i think that if i did the film program i would take a lot of classes where i learned a lot of like professor's opinions and a lot of like jargon and stuff but i wouldn't Like, the part that I like about it is still drama stuff. It's just not necessarily the acting part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But so then I was like, if I study drama, I can still do the things I want to do in film. If I like learn the jargon and the equipment. Yeah. But maybe not the other way around.
1: Mm -hmm. Why did you switch? I switched because I think that, like, when I applied for film, I was like, I know for a fact that I want to write for TV. Like, that is really what I want to do. I liked how collaborative it was yeah. and I like TV as a medium and I like the idea of like getting to write something and then like, but so much of your job being feedback as opposed to just like the actual writing part. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I did, and, and then I was like, I want to do that or I want to act. But at that time, like in high school, I hadn't really done like acting stuff since I was a lot younger. And so I was like, I don't really feel like I'm ready to go to like theater school Because I I don't do theater like that, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'll go to film school. Well, I didn't either,
0: actually. Like, I had no... I hadn't done any acting stuff before, like, my audition. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the actual acting, like, not preparing the monologues was at NYU. Yeah, that makes
1: sense. Like, I... Before I um, applied for college, I went to, like, a summer program at Pace Mm -hmm. for film. Because I was like, that's what I was leaning towards. And it kind of reaffirmed for me that I wasn't ready to go to theater school because I was watching... The program was, like, multiple different majors at the same time. And so a lot of the people were acting people. And I was watching them do their thing. And I was like, yeah, I'm not ready to go through, like, this circuit of auditions. And, like, like I am I don't know it like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, like, I don't know any plays, whatever. So I was like, I feel like this I, this is not for me. Um, so I went to film school. And then um, as I was there, like, you, the way it's structured is super foundations-based. And so it's like you have to take X, Y, and Z, and you get to pick one other class, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was super production-focused, and I really, really don't like production. Um, like, I just kind of felt like it was not for me. You didn't get to, like, really talk as much about, like, the art and, like, that sort of thing. Whereas, yeah. like, with writing, it was... And, like, the writing classes were great, but they were super focused on collaboration and, like, talking with each other, and, like, that's what I like to do. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, like, these classes are kind of sucking the soul out of me. I feel like I'm not really, like... Doing anything. I don't want to be outside in the cold on set for hours. Yeah. You know? Wait, so
0: then how come you didn't transition? How come you didn't transfer from film to dramatic writing?
1: Because um, I had a bunch of friends who were in the acting program, and as I was hearing about their curriculum, I was like, okay, that's what I want to be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I had friends who were in dramatic writing too, and um, I was considering that as well. But then this also kind of coincided at the same time as like. I started modeling in the fall of when I had to apply for my transfer thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so like now I feel like I actually have an avenue into the acting side. Right. So it just made more sense because I was like, I know the curriculum. I know what you have to do to get in. Um, I'm taking acting classes now. I already feel like a, professionally I have like a, an in. I also do the casting internship. So yeah. I was like, okay, this feels like I get what's going on here yeah. now. And so, yeah, I just pivoted.
0: That makes sense. The thing you said about like not feeling um, ready for the audition circuit before playing was like, so I feel like um parallel to how when I was like thinking of my film application I was like how am I going to make a film? And then I was like if I don't want to make a film now like will I ever like it was much more that I was like worried because I was like what should I and I think that that's like such an annoying part of the college application process specifically at that age because like you don't know yourself well enough like that and like to introspect so much feels almost like narcissistic when you're that young and when you have homework I guess and then Um, like you have to suddenly like I don't know why like write these college applications and like sell yourself but not try to be selling yourself so then you like watch these videos and read these articles about how to sell yourself without it seeming apparent that you're selling yourself Mm -hmm. in like a literal application Mm -hmm. where they're like yes your grades and stuff are good but like your personality matters too like we're gonna choose on the basis of that maybe more than your GPA yeah and so then I was like if I make a film like what is it that I have to say if anything because I was so concerned with like how it would be received Mm. more than anything so I was like how do I say something that seems worthwhile that would also be what they want to hear and I think that that's interesting considering like the initial bean crisis we had because I was like I don't like know that I know things about myself for certain I think that I'm so um used to like understanding who I am from the outside in or like from how other people around me see me that like I don't really know what to do when I don't have any certainty of that Mm -hmm. um But regardless of that, we were talking about writing and stuff. And, like, is writing still a goal at all?
1: Um, honestly, I don't really know because, like, like, there are times where I write and I'll, like, start something or I'll have an idea for something that I think is cool. But, like, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like, if anything, I'd be way more interested in just, like, the producing side. Yeah. Which I feel like everybody says. But, like, genuinely, I feel like I'm the kind of person who... I'm really good at, like, understanding story and structure and effectiveness and, like, that sort of thing and having ideas to, like, push something forward. Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily think that my strengths are in the actual writing of it all. Like, I don't think I'm good at writing snappy um, action lines and, like, really interesting dialogue. I just don't really think that's, like, where I'm at. Mm -hmm. But I feel like whenever I get to work with people and, like, read their writing and be like, I wonder about this and, like, give them places things to probe – You know what I mean? Like, ideas or, like, that's what, um, when it comes to sprawl stuff, like, my boyfriend's play. um, So much of, like, what I do, what I've done when I've worked on that show is just be, like, I think all the guys need to have, like... um, a, like, very specific relationship to wrestling. Yeah. And, like, that has to be a microcosm for masculinity. It's, like, those yeah. ideas make sense to me, but I don't yeah. know how I would write them, you know? Yeah. I just, I feel like I'm good at nurturing them and, like, pushing them forward and setting them on the way. And I think
0: that, like, it's a similar set of impulses that serves you in acting and, yeah. Nick using the same thing kind of zooming out.
1: Yeah. But, okay, so, because,
0: like, what's his name? What's Nick from New Girl's name? Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson he went to NYU I think for dramatic writing or film or something like that and he dated Annie Baker
1: when he was here oh right that is bizarre I love that it's and the so same much. age
0: and he because he has this short that's, he's like this is one of my favorite shorts it's my ex-girlfriend from college Annie Baker's dad's And I was like,
1: what? (laughs) That's a lot. And that's from dress he did, like, in the past three years. Isn't that insane? That's, like, when I found out my mom, my mom casually dropped that her ex-boyfriend was cheating on her with Susan Laurie Parks. Huh? (laughs) Like, literally, she was, like, she was, like, yeah, this guy, like, I don't know, we were, like, this was in the middle of the night, like, we were on FaceTime, and we were just kind of, like, talking, we were, like, about to hang up, she was, like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. That reminds me of this guy I dated, and he was so, whatever, but, yeah, he was cheating on me with this, like. Playwright, I don't know. And so I was like, damn, like, am I really, like, the same caliber as her? And I was like, who was it? And she was like, Susan Laurie Parks. Do you know her? I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. uh, That's uh-huh. so funny. It was it was a moment.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so he did acting stuff so that he could use it kind of as a gateway to get, like, not notoriety as much as, like, I guess, kind of, see how, like, people would, like, trust him or whatever, or, like, in his artistry, and then he wanted to, like, start making stuff. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know, I think that that's, like... I think for Bill Hader, too, that was his way in. Because he was like, I want to study filmmaking. And then like he was being for a while. Yeah, I like, listened to
1: his podcast on um, the Hollywood Reporter podcast. Yeah.
0: and the, But for a lot of other people, it's the other way around. I feel like that... I don't know. I think it's the inverse of both of those things for Mindy. So, like, she wrote Matt and Ben. Yes. Basically, because she... Lived in a real road style apartment. This is a real road style apartment, right? I think so, yeah.
1: Because it's, it's like room, room, room.
0: Yeah. Okay. So just like me, <laughs> like my twin sister, she lived in a real, real road style apartment. I think she might have lived in Brooklyn, like mm-hmm. you. So actually, she's like both of us. Oh. And um, she lived with two friends of hers, one of whom was Brenda Withers, And they kept trying to write stuff together, but they also had to like have like jobs and stuff because they moved here and they thought like... They would just have to like arrive and everything would like work out on its own. So like I think Mindy was babysitting and Brenda was doing something else and they had like one hour overlap every day where they were both in the apartment, they would try and write something. And as like in in case this podcast is not conveying that to you at all, when you're like hanging out with a friend of yours, you can't get anything done in an hour. Like No. Because like, so half be like, of it is going
1: to be like, wait, did you... Or, wait, did we talk about... Yeah.
0: Know? Yeah, it's like every time we hang out, you're like, wait, have you finished Sex Times with College Girls yet? And I'm like, I watched all of it the second it came yeah. out.
1: We've covered this every time <laughs> we've hung
0: out for the past, like, since it's been out. I'm sorry.
1: It's yeah. fine. There are just too many people who haven't seen it, and it makes me upset. But and why so, would I be one of them? I don't know, because you know how it goes, though. It's like one of those things where you're like, oh my god, I would love that show. I should have watched it by now. And you're like, but yeah. Yeah, but
0: also big mid-season, and... G. Like, yeah. the mid-season finale of the finale was so strong. Yeah. Yeah. But that's... My opinions on the semi-season are whole accepted thing. Um, Anyway, <laughs> they would meet for one hour and they didn't get anything done, mm. Um, much like my love notes from today. And then they were like... As a bitch, they used to like be like Ben Affleck and Mad Damon do each other. Mm. And then they st- They started like using that as like a starting off point and then it evolved into... A play where why don't you help me with the plot a little bit?
1: Okay, so basically, um, Mindy, Mindy was mad, right? No, she was bad. No, she was. Oh, right, because she was. Okay, because okay, this is related. When I first <laughs> when I watched it, I was like, I didn't. I I knew about this play. Like I had already known about it. I didn't realize I had. I didn't. I think I didn't realize it was written by Mindy Kaling, but yeah. I had known about it. Um, and. When, because it's like a, it's like an old camcorder
0: yeah, footage.
1: And yeah. Um, so the audio was kind of like, yeah. Um, but when I was watching it, I thought that he kept calling Ben, babe. And what? I was like, what? I was like <laughs> sitting there like confused, like, what is this? And then I restarted it because I was like in the midst of making my coffee when I first started. So I was like, let me sit and restart it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, what was I thinking? <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so basically Mindy's Ben. Um, and Brenda is Matt yes and um, they're chilling in their little apartment it's actually
0: Ben's apartment Matt's just over for the day because they've decided that they will transcribe all the dialogue from Gacha and the Jai right to um, like they're just like typing it out and like spelling out the words for each other and they're like this is gonna become an adapted screenplay because apparently that's an Oscars category
1: and we're gonna win it and it's the biggest form of flattery is adaptation yeah so um, (laughs) basically they're sitting in the apartment and Um this book, which it turns out turns out to be a screenplay, falls from the sky, and it is goodwill hunting. Yeah. And they can't decide what to do with it because they think it's either a curse or think it's a blessing. And it has their names on it saying that they wrote it. Yeah. And they're also like
0: friends who've been friends for a long time and seem to be a kind of a crossroads in the sense that like they're both just in very different places. Mm -hmm. And they have to like share this thing and Matt wants to make all the decisions and then Ben's feeling that so then Ben wants to make all the decisions and it there's this there's this line in it where he's like you can't just ghost your whole life blah, 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 blah. and mm-hmm. then um, Matt Damon that is and mm-hmm. then he says that's what happened with this that's what happened with this that's what happened with Harvard and he was like not everyone wants to go to Harvard and he was like not everyone can and I was like did gossip go steal this?" That from-
1: <laughs> <laughs> no that's so it's crazy because like I listened to okay I listened to the awards chatter podcast by the Hollywood Reporter very religiously Um, And I listened to Ben Affleck's episode, and hearing the timeline of his life, and he's kind of filling in details about, like, and Matt was doing this at the time. Yeah. I'm just like, damn, how did you guys stay friends? And, like, how did this work out? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it has to have been complicated. And I think the fact that two female
0: friends wrote that. Yeah. Right? Especially because after that... um. A network wanted to pick it up and they made it but they wanted to adapt it like to Mindy and Brenda and right. it didn't get picked up and Mindy was like, thank God. <laughs> but it's also like I don't know that Brenda is very much of a frequent future collaborator of hers at all. So the fact that like they made this piece and it's really like the start of both of their careers, but like their careers haven't really continued together. Yeah. It's like in a piece that's very much about that, it's yeah. so interesting.
1: Yeah, no, that's so true. Yeah. I don't know. It's fascinating. Cause I remember Ben Affleck like from Voyage of the Mimi. Um, which was a children's program. This was his first acting gig. It was a children's program about this, like, um, whaling ship. Not whaling ship, but they did, like, marine biology on the ship. And he goes on there with his grandpa, and then they get lost at sea. But it's, like, a children's educational series about, like, like sea life.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know, like, survival and biology. Um, we had to watch it in fifth grade, and I remember everyone being like, that's young Ben Affleck. And I was like, I have no clue who that is. But that was, like, my first intro to Ben Affleck.
0: I... Don't... know that I was cognizant of an intro to either... Let me think. No. My intro to Ben Affleck was literally... He's he's just not that into you. Really? Which I think is a horror movie. Because it's... That's the one where like... Um... He's not the exception. He's the rule, oh right? my god, yeah. And... That movie, I used to think that everyone around me was dumb and I was the only, like, <laughs> I used to think that, um, like, whatever I imagined Florence views, character's arc to be in Don't Worry Darling where everyone's, like, pretending everything's fine and, like, no, you don't understand. That's how I felt about um, Jennifer Aniston's arc in that movie yeah. where she's his long-term girlfriend and she just wants to get married. That's, That's all so she funny. wants forever. And he's like, you know I don't believe in marriage. And um, then they, like... I think, he's like, well, we don't need a commitment, right? Like, we're together, or we're together, that's what, like, why do you need a piece of paper or all that? Because it was, like, 2006 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And then, um, they break up because she's like, no, we're getting married, or we're-. no, she tries to give an ultimatum, and she's like, um... Either we're getting married or like we're done, and he's like, you know, I don't believe in marriage. So then she, she's like, okay, bye, and then she goes and like her younger sister is getting married, and she finds it because her younger sister's getting married. She like thinks this is ultimatum because right. it's really. I seen this movie one time I when love I was it. an early teen. I can't believe the clarity with which I'm recalling <laughs> this. As I was saying, so then um, I think he shows up like right at the end of the wedding, and like he still doesn't propose yet or something. But then right. later he does, and then I was like, wait, but that means if his whole, like, personal thesis was, like, well, we're secure enough in the relationship, we don't need to get married or whatever, this isn't sounding as nuanced as it felt to me when I was, like, 13 when I watched it's it. It's fine. But, like, I was, like, well, now... He d- doesn't feel secure enough about the relationship and he was like, I guess it needs this thing for the added security, which, like, is sad, but everyone's acting like it's, like, personal growth for him.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. That,
0: I think, was my introduction <laughs> to
1: that That is so funny. Yeah. But I just find it funny to think of him coming from Voyage of the Mimi and then, um, what's his face? The Matt's going to Harvard and, like, having all the success and he's just, like, he's literally... I think he said that he literally spent all of his Voyage of the Mimi money, like, he managed to get into his account when he was, like, 17. Like, with all the money in it. And his, his family had spent it all, like, on, like, gambling. Oh, my God. Alcohol. And so that was, like, his life while Matt was going to Harvard.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and I find that uh, fascinating.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's also weird because I think one of my dreams very much is, like, to make things with friends and, like, keep working with friends. Like, I really like the whole Wes Anderson thing of, like, he likes working with people so he will work with them again. And, like, every night there's, like, a huge table where everyone comes and sits together for dinner. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just think it's... I think that's true. Maybe I made it up, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Mm-hmm. But I just think that it's nice to like be able to like work with people who like you like, yeah, and not just be like, oh, I'm also doing this project. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Like
1: NYU is so big on that too. Yeah, like, it is, especially in certain like in playwrights and stuff. Yeah, like the same people just get cast in the same things over and over again because it's like we work together really well. Yeah, it's like, easy. Yeah, and, and it's I feel like, like
0: that's fair. And I think that that. Because there's a very, like, binary initial approach to, like, thinking about nepotism, right? Where And I think that this has to do with the crisis I was having at the beginning of last year, too, because I was like, there's so many people I look up to and want to work with. But in a way, that made me feel, like, like insecure about myself and the kinds of things I was going to be able to do and, like, how other people had more access to it. And, like, that's always going to be true. Mm-hmm. And, like, by the same virtue that I was able to, like, go to NYU and stuff, it's like, whatever my, like, family background stuff is going to obviously dictate like what I can and can't do in a lot of ways and I think that's true for everyone but I think I was like I want to work with this person this person this person but I want to don't want to feel like I'm trying to be like good enough for them forever and I wait I forgot what my point was again that's fantastic no it's okay I think it was just
1: like well we were talking about Ben and Matt
0: and how right and I think it's just getting to a place where I was like well I do want to work with these people because they seem cool but I also like don't have to work with them and I know that now and I can still make things that I think are good by working with people who I like working with and think are good and I like looking at the people around me and like just making things because I don't think that my definition of success became like oh like this um what's the word like landmark or this like achievement or whatever much more like well what do I like literally want to achieve and yeah. like what
1: do I want to fulfill and then how can I do that? That makes sense. Yeah. Also like sorry this is like related but it's a couple steps back like. I was kind of thinking about this when I was talking about the wedding thing. Yeah. Because Mike and I were talking about like who would your bridal party be? And like who would your whatever. And um I was like saying who I thought would be it would be. What's then, the groom equivalent of a bridal party? I think it's like groom's Groomsman? I think it's just the groomsman. But like that's not party sound doesn't fun. In, it doesn't <laughs> sound like equivalence. It just sounds like different a different word, just yeah. something similar. Yeah. I don't know. Um like you, you know, said... it's like bridesmaids and groomsmen, but then like what's bridal party? That's the
0: thing, cause you said bridal party and whatever, and I was like groomer party. That sounds gross. I don't know. Maybe
1: the maybe the bridal party is the whole thing. Oh, maybe. You know? I think that might be what it is. Whatever. Or is that not just like the wedding body? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Um. But oh, but what I was thinking is like, I was I was thinking I was talking saying my people, and then I was like, but. Also, like, there are a ton of people who, like, might still come into my life who I have no clue about. Yeah. And so it's, like, that's why I feel like marking your career goals, with, like, if I could just work with this person, like... Because yes. it's, like, what if in that same period of time you work with somebody else you didn't know existed and they end up being, like, such a formative experience for you? And, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's,
0: exac- that's exactly what I was trying to say in, like, way less articulate words. That's exactly <laughs> it. Because I was, like... I think that once I was, like... what? Like, it was so like, Rachel Berry to be, like... I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna like Yeah. Cause the thing is like she didn't even know that Juilliard didn't have a musical theatre. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, So I'm gonna go to Juilliard and then I'm gonna do like, what is it? Evita then funny girl and and like I was like, I can't do that because like there's a number of things I'd be really happy doing to the point that like I don't really know what those things are yet, because they don't exist yet or those people don't exist yet. And like yeah. It was also like a feeling of like feeling really trapped when I was like, if I know these are the things I want, I either can and can't get them. Yeah. Like I don't think it's unfair. For, like if I didn't get an NYU, like there would have been some good reason, I'm sure, and I couldn't have been like it's so unfair. My plan is ruined. Like yeah. I'd have to be like, well, what do I want to do now, right? Yeah. And I think that I felt really trapped in having those goals initially, and then I was like, no, I need to chill and think of my life. at... Maximum like a four month period at a time, yeah. And I think that that's better for me.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think, oh, sorry, that was gross. Um, and I think <laughs> that, like, also it's um different to have like an idea of where you want, like, where you want your life to go. It's just like, I feel like it's different to be like, I don't think I want to stay in the US, you know what I mean, yeah, versus being like, I need to live. In this neighborhood, in this city, yeah. and the, in this, like, you it's know like, what I mean?
0: By 25, me exactly. and this person right.
1: who I haven't met yet. Yeah, 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 It's, like, I feel like it's different to, like, kind of... I think it's worthwhile to, like, figure out... Follow, like, your whims and, like, mm-hmm. take note of, like, your desires and stuff like that so you don't end up in a situation where you're, like, why am I unhappy for seemingly no reason? And it's yeah. like, no, there is a reason. It's this thing and this thing and this thing. Um, like, you gotta clock what you like, what you don't like so you can, like, tailor your goals, but at the same time, your goals can't be, like, so rigid that, you know if you don't reach them you feel like so depressed and like you did something wrong and whatever
0: yeah you know yeah hmm i just wonder okay so i think that the bean crisis last year and the matt and ben and stuff and just the kind of career Mindy set and stuff is very like autonomy centric do you know what i mean so like what is ideally autonomy for you
1: can you repeat that (laughs) okay
0: so like the i think the crisis that we were both having at the bean last year and i think like The motions we went through with it evolved, but, like, it was, like, a needing to seek autonomy. Yes. And then, like, momentarily in terms of goals, but also, like, in a larger way, like, what ideally do you think autonomy is for you right
1: now? I don't know. I mean, I feel like in a lot of ways, I've gotten the autonomy that I was looking for, like, a year ago, because a lot of what I was having problems with is just feeling like I'm making choices for other people. Same. Or, like, making choices... Like out of obligation and like not really getting creative with like possibilities. Yeah. Um, like I was definitely feeling like I was I was very torn about leaving school and um so so much of me was like like I had I had a conversation with my mom where I was like, I just feel so overwhelmed and like I like need school to stop. Like really, I know that's what I need, but I can't and she was like, Why can't you? And I was like, Yeah, I can't and she was like, Let's think about this though. Why can't you? And then as soon as like we got creative with solutions, I was like, Oh you know yeah. what I mean? And so I feel like in a lot of ways I've like gotten what I needed, um, but I also think that um, at the same time, like I think the next thing for me is just like feeling very financially stable so that I can just like do the things I want to do. Like my biggest thing with getting this job is like I really want to be able to take more classes and you know like travel if I want to travel and like take vacations and that sort of thing. You know, it's like, I want the freedom to do that without being subconsciously stressed that like, I'm like, missing a paycheck or like, you know, my hours got cut. So like, what now? You know what I mean? It's like, that's the autonomy that I want next. Okay, that makes sense. And I think a lot of what you said with the initial stuff is like, very much stuff I feel
0: to do. I just don't want to feel trapped or like, like, I want to be able to make commitments and see them through without feeling like, Am I doing a good job? Yes. And that's like motivating the next like string of commitments and mm-hmm. my ability to do them and stuff. Um and Danica Jackson, what is the dream? Like the a dream. dream.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That can
0: be as like vague or specific as you want.
1: It's like freedom. No, like I don't know. That feels like such <laughs> a vogue. That, that feels like such a vogue, like 73 questions answer. I
0: was gonna say something about that actually, because but not on the podcast, but now that you say I'm gonna say it. When my apartment's like fully, fully ready, like once I find a way to mount the TV and I don't know other things, I'm gonna make someone shoot a seventy-three questions of me here because everyone in my family is like, show me the apartment. So I'm gonna yeah. like make a TV self-indulgent video. Yeah, and you're like, i you listen to it if you want to see it. So.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I will film it for you. Please. Um, let me think. What's the dream? I don't know. I want to just like get to the point. I mean, right now, like I said, like my immediate dream is just for like a level of stability. It's, like, I just want to live with Mike and have a pet and have a routine. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. all I want. Yeah. Um. And it's, like, very straightforward in that, in that sense. But, yeah. like, long-term, long-term is more just, like, getting to a point where, like, creative stuff is just, like, my main grind.
0: Yeah.
1: And then that's it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't really know what it looks like. And you can't, like, predict what it would look like because... Then you kind that of would be Rachel yourself. Berry of
0: us. It would be for Rachel Berry yeah. of us. And the Rachel Berry bitfall is that she finally got to go and do Funny Girl and stuff. And then she's like, wait, but they want to make a show about me. Yeah. Literally. Like, that's right? like
1: the problem.
0: Yeah. 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 And, you're and it's so like, right. If you forget to acknowledge possibility, you're going to like mess up the things that you maybe should be saving. Yeah. And I don't know the fact that she got sick with COVID after two shows and then has we not can. been there. Everyone's been like... Is she meeting with door?
1: I know. <laughs> it's so... Ugh, I can't. Do you want to say anything about funny <laughs> I feel like... Or don't
0: doing know. Whitey Darling. Because those are like hot topics now and by the time this is out, I'm
1: really hoping that they won't be because it's been too long. That's so true. I don't know. I feel... Okay, so actually this is... Um, I'm, I'm staying away from my own insights for the most part. However, um, my mom did send me a text the other day and she said... Did he really spit on Chris Pine? <laughs> out of the blue. She sent that in the family chat. And I had to send a wall explaining the drama. Well, not, not not the drama, but, like, I didn't explain the whole thing. I was just kind of like, mom, that makes no sense. Like, it's a public stage. Like, literally everybody is looking at them. Like, why would he do that? Like, yeah. whatever, whatever. Um, explaining it. My sister's, like, giving me thumbs-ups in the chat. And then afterwards, my mom said, see, I know what's going on. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, so that happened. That's so That's so funny. It, it was really funny.
0: I called Kian the other day because I wanted help with something and I also just wanted to talk to her and she was like can you tell me what's going on with this and I was like no because you know what every day I get TikToks that are like do you know what's happening with that? Or, you right. didn't know this about it. And I was like, there's no way I didn't know. Because I remember, like, last October yeah. what happened. And I found out. Because that's the way that all my algorithms are structured. Yeah. And I all, I know all the things. I know what one PA who had an NDA signed, but her best friend didn't. So her best friend, like, revealed a fight that they had in the trailer, like, the day that it happened, while it was shooting. It's been a long time. Please stop trying to fill me in. No, I agree.
1: Like, I know. No, like, in the nicest way possible, if you don't know what's happening by now, like, you're not looking for answers yeah you know what i mean because yeah. they're so easy to find exactly
0: it and in fact they are being fed to me no
1: truly and like, so truly. i don't need
0: so many preservatives when i'm getting like raw ingredients delivered to my door yeah like Yan asked me and i told her like in as much detail as clearly as i could which i can do for like a number of pop culture phenomenons i feel like you can do phenomena phenomena and um she was like, you should make one of those steaks dogs. And I was like, no, because that will be just like that. No, exactly. I can exactly. host a Zoom
1: webinar. Yeah. And she was like, you should do that. No, it's very, I don't know. I, I don't know, like... I feel like I'm not even the kind of person who actively seeks out pop culture news I definitely don't. Either. It just... I just don't forget things. And so yeah. when people are, like, rehashing That's things... That's so true. Because like I feel like we talked about Yeah, this we're about both like, bookmarkers and yeah. like debriefers. Like, someone has said something weird once. Yeah, we'll be like, you... Remember that time that happened? You are like, yes. Yeah. Like, easy. Yeah, but, but it, like, we both have the exact quote. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah. Like, I don't even, like... I don't follow Doom Law a very long time ago. Yeah. Like, I'm not in the bubble of, like, celebrity gossip. I just know things. Because if I hear things, I don't forget them them. and then I also know when something's weird because we both have noses on us yeah that's so true and it's like not that I'll necessarily like look into it or feed into it but it's like I have an awareness of it exactly and like if I especially with something like don't worry darling where I follow so many of the people involved anyways um, or like I'm just generally like you know so there are like breakups involved and stuff around like I'm gonna know like truly it's just hard to avoid because one way or another you're gonna see one news outlet being like the papers were served at CinemaCon. It's yeah. like, okay, noted. Like, I didn't look for this, but it is here. Exactly. Um, Thank you. And then it'll be like, the video on the carpet? And it's like, well, I watched the video on the carpet. Like, it was in my feed. Yeah. You know? but, but I'm not like, I'm not like searching Don't Read darling on Twitter and scrolling through latest. And I'm not looking for like, part three
0: videos. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's so, because you know what? Not to be offensive or anything, but like... <laughs> That one interview that John Mulaney has at Steve, we have not spoken about Mindy for one second.
1: No, <laughs> but- truly, I know. You like you but-
0: touch on it, and then we're like, hold on. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's how- actually this is this is oh my god, this is actually so structured formalistically. We're echoing the um, conception of Matt and Ben. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, I'm fine with that. That yeah. feels good enough. Truly, Perfect. it's parallels. Yeah, but um, on a meta level. As I'm sure you've discerned by listening this much, we could go on and go on we do. Come back for part two soon.